It's all about Southampton. The So So Show with Zoe Hansen and Simon Clark. Hello and welcome to The So So Show with Visit Southampton, supporting independent traders. If it's happening in the SO postcode, we're all over it. With her, Zoe Hansen. And him. Oh, no, it's not Simon this no. week. It is Martin Stark. Say hello, Martin. Hi. This is a, a real honour to be <laughs> stepping in for Simon. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller, as they say. Big, big shoes to <laughs> fill, right? Do I need to go through my Southampton credentials? Yes, please. Because I was please. thinking about this on the way. So I went to Mansbridge First and Middle School, uh, yeah. then Cantel, yeah. and then Taunton's College. Oh. Uh, Saturday job in the Bargate Centre. Uh, what were you doing? What were you doing? Uh, working in a clothes shop. Okay. Yeah. Um, folding shirts and Junior Saints season ticket holder at the Dell. Is, hey. is that enough? Do I qualify to be on the, the So So Show? And you actually make a, a, another podcast for Southampton, don't you? Yes. So I host the Total Saints podcast, which is the football one. So if we were going to use the, the football terminology, this is kind of a loan deal for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a complete transfer, not right? Yet, no. The window ain't open, right? <laughs> now, this week, we get very excited for the women's Euros and the part that Southampton plays in it. You know, there's a real work going on and putting the women's game on the same level as the men's game, and I'm really proud to have been a part of that. And we chat to Andy from Dine High about a very unique experience that you can have. It seats 20 people, a restaurant platform that is lifted into the air 100 foot, but you need to accept it, embrace it and come on it. Southampton was a hive of activity on Sunday and we managed to get to loads of it. So Mast Mayflower Studios, you know the theatre, do you love it there, Martin? Yes, my, my, my brother works there. So, Does yes, he? Yes, I do. I absolutely love it there. And uh, yeah, I, I'm sure when you went, you noticed how good technically stuff was. Oh good. yes, very much so, very <laughs> and, much so. And if you check everything, it's all been pack tested and it's all up to date. So. <laughs> big fan of Mast, yeah, big fan of so they had a family fun day. So it's it's free, but you have to sort of book on to these. Watch out for them because they're so good. There's always like lots of drama workshops and dance workshops. I remember we joined an iPad band and made a song one time. Um, then there's shows to see as well. And lots of sort of crafting stuff going on there. And because the show for that day was called Crocodogapig. Right. Okay. How are you spelling is, that? <laughs> yeah, don't even go there. Um, Crocodogapig um, is all about an animal that is made up of a crocodile and a dog and a pig. <laughs> So they had this crafting table and you could make up all of these animals and you could sort of collage them. So I had a sheep with a tiger's head and a kangaroo tail and it was called a the Shiigaroo. Sheep. I was trying to work it out in my head, but you got there before me. The, she- <laughs> the Shiigaroo. Yeah, I love it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an animal invention that needs to happen, it, right? It sounds like a David Walliams book. Yes. <laughs> that yes. could happen at any minute. So from there... We went up to Bedford Place where they were having the festival. And do you ever go to these things where you think, that's just quite bizarre? So up in the Bedford Place car park, they had all of the stalls and, you know, you could buy bow buns, do we call them that? B-A-O? Right, no. Bow buns. No idea, but sounds I think they're like a Thai thing. Yes, very artisan. artisan. It's Bedford Place, darling. (laughs) As Simon would call it, the strip. (laughs) (laughs) 
but in this car park, you've got um, Trends of Braid Bar putting in braids into people's hair. You've got Visit Southampton talking about all the wonderful things that go on. Then you've got a petting zoo with alpacas and a donkey. And then you've got a Lindy Hop demonstration. So there's dancers They as don't well. do things by half right. for place, do they? But I thought it was very entertaining. It's like sort of one of those something for everyone. And I assume they've not done this for the last couple of years. So of course. They're making up for lost time. Exactly. And then we went down to Hoglands Park where the Thai Festival was on. You did have a busy day. I know, right? Um, my nine-year-old daughter, Lois, if you ever ask her what she would like to do for the day, she would say, just stay home. <laughs> she gets dragged around everywhere. But yes, so we went to the Thai festival, had a lovely pad Thai. I mean, that was all I was going awesome. for was just, yeah. okay, give me some street food. Do it right. Yes, I'm in for this. Um, and then they had um, some entertainment on. Am I allowed to say lady boy? Yeah, Absolutely. So I'm sitting eating my pad thai. We've got a lady boy on doing Beyonce. Um, and then we wandered around the shops. And it was just a really lovely Sunday. Mm. The sun was out. Everybody was happy. It was all good. There was one moment that made me so proud, Martin. So proud. And that was when my daughter... And she's gone to a lot of different places, right? And you know how you get those kids that, I want this and I want that. She knows not to ask for anything in a souvenir shop. And my proudest moment on Sunday was when she said, can I go and have a look over in those stalls? I won't buy anything. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's my girl. Success as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Big take for me. We had a takeaway from uh, Mangoes on Sunday night, which was uh, a cracking tie. So I was with you in spirit. Oh yes, well done. Yeah, yeah. But did you did you have a good Sunday? We had a we had a touristy day on Sunday, and I I so wanted to go to the Bedford Place Festival because I I love. Bedford Place and you know growing up it's got all the bars and and all the restaurants and it's just the perfect place to meet everybody and now I'm a man in my 40s it's also got a really good shoe shop and a chiropractor (laughs) so so I still find Bedford Place has got everything that I need Um, but I was working in Salisbury on Sunday morning and to get there, we obviously drove past Stonehenge on the A303. Yeah. And uh, and my girlfriend said, is, is there any chance we could maybe pop in and, and say, I'd love to see the Stonehenge? Can you just and, pop in well, to Stonehenge? Yes. if you like pay pull into the... If you pay £29, it turns out you Oh, can. really? Yeah. So for, for 20 years, working over that way, driving past it on the A303, never having paid to go in, I thought, do you know what? We're going to do it. So we went up and uh, you pay £5 to go into the car park. First okay. You can't see the stones from the car park, which okay. they've done on purpose. And then you pay your, I think it was £25 to get in. Yeah. And the guy says, right, uh, it's a 30 minute walk yeah. or you can wait for the shuttle bus. So we're like, oh, fine. That's okay. We'll walk it. We'll walk it. Uh, Gotta get my £30 <laughs> worth. <laughs> but I thought there must be, there's got to be more stuff going on up there because you've got the visitor centre, you've got the shop and the cafe. And I thought it can't just be you walk up, you go around the stones and that's it. Turns out that's exactly what it is. Is it really? You go up, you can take a selfie and uh, see the stones and then come back. Were you expecting it. jugglers on I the top of I the stones? I don't know what I was expecting, but I thought it might be a little bit more for, for £30. But have Was it sort of quite um, a spiritual experience 
Or just a long walk? Just lots of tourists trying to do that thing. You know, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa, where you take the picture where you're propping it up. (laughs) But there were signs up and they're encouraging you to try and do the thing where Stonehenge is in your hand or your hands are on top of it. So there's there's lots of tourists doing that. But we had an ice cream and then a 30 minute walk back to the car. (laughs) And all the way back queuing on the A303 thinking... I should have just gone to Bedford Place, really. Oh, bless you. Oh, well, well, thank you for the heads up, though. <laughs> Southampton's podcast, The So So Show. The city will come alive this week as the Women's Euros lands in Southampton. Zoe had a chat with someone who's been bringing it all together. Hello, I am Emmeline Hickman. I am the UEFA Women's Euros Project Officer for Southampton. And, and what does that entail, then? So... I am responsible for organising various elements of the Women's Euros coming to Southampton. We are very pleased to be a host city with three matches over the next week or so. Um, Very much looking forward to welcoming people to the city to come to the matches and the various activations we've got on around the city at the time. So what do you mean by activations? What's going on? So on match days, there will be a fan party in Palmerston Park. Opens around midday on each match and then it will close a couple of hours before kickoff to give everyone plenty of time to head down to the stadium. Um, completely free to attend. You do not need a ticket. You don't need a ticket to a match to come along. So if you're a resident, just come on down. Um, all free activations, face painting, football activations, um, food and drink, music, all of that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, are you singing at this then? Is it... it- I will not be singing, no. But on the 15th, we do have the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra joining us to play the Women's Euros anthem. And lots of young people around the city have been learning this anthem and they will be performing with us in the park on that match day. And my daughter was part of this. Uh, So the Royal Philharmonic worked with schools and they came up with an anthem called Standing Proud. Have you heard it? I have heard it. I haven't heard it sung in all of its glory. I've heard the music separately from the singing so I can't wait to hear that and that is um so this is bespoke anthem for Southampton standing proud so I'm really looking forward to hearing that live in those fan parties I reckon that that will become a Southampton anthem because it's it's proper lump in the throat hair standing up on your neck um kind of song it's just absolutely wonderful and played by those young musicians and then you know the kids singing it as well it will just be fantastic yeah, it really will be. And, um, you know, that has, has the anthem itself came from young people in Southampton. They came and did a workshop back in February. So all of those lyrics, all of those ideas and those sentiments have come from Southampton people, which makes it even more lovely. And, and what's great or what's the best thing about bringing the Women's Euros to Southampton, do you think? So for me, it's really about the profile of the women's game in general. Um, We've just reached 500,000 ticket sales for the tournament as a whole. And um, that is more than double the last Women's Euros, which was in 2017. Um, And, you know, there's real work going on and putting the women's game on the same level as the men's game. And I'm really proud to have been a part of that. And, And England are playing a game in Southampton, 15th. Uh, who are they playing against? Uh, so England will be playing against Nor- Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland are here for all three of their matches that are here. They're all Northern Ireland. So we can't wait to welcome visitors from Northern Ireland who hopefully will spend a whole 10 days here and do their summer holiday to see all of the great things that ha- Southampton has to offer. And those first two matches, there's plenty of tickets available. So if you want to come down, do, do book a ticket. Uh, I can't wait to go. I cannot wait to go and just see and feel the atmosphere, watch the football. This is going to be so good, isn't it? Like, There's a real hype about it. Is it because it's in England? 
I think there is an element of it being local and national. So then in England, people were really getting behind it. Um, but also, I just think, you know, the, the teams are incredible and they've worked really hard to get to this point. And as I say, the profile of the game and everything else, it's just it's on its way up. And all we can keep doing is keep building, keep building and just get it bigger and better. And the last thing to say is, come on, lionesses! <laughs> we got this. <laughs> Sounds exciting, right? Are you going? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. So I'm taking uh, my nine-year-old and her little mate. I just thought this is a wonderful opportunity to go and get involved. And it's all about, you know, the atmosphere and all of that stuff. And... Beautiful. There's a five o'clock kickoff. Oh, the dream. Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? So I'm going to Northern Ireland versus Austria. Right. So there's quite a debate at the moment as to who we should support. And I'm like, well, it's Northern Ireland, surely. I can help with that because uh, one of the Northern Ireland players actually plays for Southampton. Yay! So there's your in. There's your connection. Perfect. There's your Perfect. Look out for Laura Rafferty. Thank you so you much. <laughs> and um, are, are you going to get down there, Martin? Yeah, so I got involved with all the hype last year when yeah. they announced the venues and the tickets and there was a ballot. I love a ballot. So <laughs> put in for the ballot and you're thinking the Lionesses have got a game at St Mary's. Yes. It's going to be sold out under the lights. It's going to be amazing. So I put in for the ballot and got the email to say, congratulations, you've yeah. got some tickets. Yeah. And I'm going to see... Northern Ireland versus Norway. Hey! Uh, so less exciting, <laughs> but it is the first of the three games at St Mary's. So that's the Thursday Thursday night. Yeah. So at eight o'clock, yeah. So looking forward to that. Should be it's good. going to bring the city alive, right? There's so much going on. You know, there's like big fan zones. I think it's in Palmerston Park. Um, my daughter got involved in coming up with a song or recording a song with an orchestra also with the Royal Philharmonic yeah, Orchestra. Orchestra. <laughs> right, right. But they are going to be down in Palmerston Park as well. They're going to be performing uh, on the afternoon before the England game at St Mary's. That's going to be the best atmosphere. And I always think with these kind of things, it just proves that Southampton can host these events. Yes. And we can do it. Yeah. And you've got the, the men's Euros, there's the World Cup bid that's going in. Yes. There's, there's lots of stuff down the pipeline. And I think they will absolutely nail this. It'd be such a great atmosphere. And they will be desperate to bring more football and more of these tournaments back to the South Coast. And do you know what? So St Mary's... I've been there. I've been on a tour. I've, oh no, this is proper clangor time. I've played on the pitch. <laughs> I've not even played on the pitch. Right. <laughs> it was somebody, one of my friends won a competition and we all went and played football at St Mary's. Like, I think it was the day after it had been Southampton Man City. Right. And we were in the Man City dressing room. Before they rip up all the turf and relay the right, pitch. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. they just let people go down there and have a and go. Have a go. Um, and yeah, that was pretty phenomenal coming out of the tunnel. Ta-da! Um, <laughs> but I've never actually been and watched any football there. Really? I swear. You do surprise me. I know. You do surprise me. Can I just put my hand up and say, so in all the years I've lived on the South Coast, I've only been to one football match. And it was Pompey. Oh, oh. Wash your mouth out. So Southampton Football Club, get in touch because I need to go and see a Saints game, right? Well, of course, and next season, the, the women's team are going to be in the, the championship. So right. uh, go if the women's team play at St Mary's, go and, and check them out. Because, I mean, they on form, 
they're performing much better than the men's team. So yeah. you're, you're, you're guaranteed to see a few goals at the moment. And speaking of the uh, of the men's team, have you seen the new away kit this week? I know you were talking about the home kit last week, weren't you? Yes. Yeah. Well, they've, they've launched the away kit this okay. week. Uh, and with football kits, a lot of fans will always say, well, they, they, they look like so-and-sos or it's the same as last year's. And, yeah. uh, there was talk about the, the home kit looked a bit like the Ajax kit. And yeah, okay. They certainly can't be accused of copying anybody with the away kit. It's Hummel who made the kits. And the new one is like a, it's a turquoise colour. But the pattern is these massive waves yeah. just to associate Southampton and the coast and the, the, the port and the waves. And, yeah. and that was all the, the spiel that goes around the press release. And you look at the shirt and go, I kind of get it. It's great. But I've never seen waves that big crashing up onto Leap Beach. I think they've conf- <laughs> they've confused the, the, the Solent with the Atlantic, or they've confused Hamble with Hawaii. I, I definitely haven't seen the twenty foot waves. That's that- exactly it. It looks like a surfer's paradise. Do not look at these shirts and think that that's what it's like. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. Also coming to Southampton this weekend. It's always very exciting when you have big outdoor events and I know that these happen very rarely but this weekend is let's rock on the Saturday and then on the Friday the Friday before I'm so pleased that this is happening I'm so excited for it I mean I can barely contain myself I am totally an old raver and they are putting on Ibiza Classics. The wonderful people at Summertime Live are putting on Ibiza Classics on the common. Oh, I can't wait. I always love it when they put the infrastructure in for a gig like that and then they make the most of it over two nights because yes. invariably it's chalk and cheese. So it's two different audiences. Yeah. So you've got your old school ravers on the Friday, which is going to be amazing. And then you've got all your 80s music fans on the Saturday for Let's Rock. And, and you might go to both. But the chances are there's at least one that's going to appeal to you. It's yeah, such a yeah. great use of the time and the space. Exactly right. Um, but what happens is, do they have to take a park run in there's, a there's different place? There's all sorts of bits that happen, yeah. So so sometimes when there's stuff happening in the common, they, they cancel park run. But this week on Saturday, they're using the different routes. So there's a couple of different routes. So um, they're using the one that starts outside the cow herds on right. Saturday morning at night. So don't turn up on the flats at nine okay. o'clock and go, right, there's no one here, but we might as well just go home. <laughs> it's starting in front of the cow herds, which is fine. Do you just do laps of the car park? It, it's it's the one that goes, it, it starts uphill. So the first uh. Is all, all uphill. So, whilst it'd be great to go and see Adaman, I think they've got Tony Hadley, Belinda Carlisle, Billy Ocean. Yeah. If I've done the park run in the morning yeah. and it's the uphill course, there's no chance I'm still going to be awake. Or <laughs> <laughs> the legs are going to be right by the time Billy Ocean is, uh, is on. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. If you're bored of eating dinner in a restaurant and fancy something different, then Zoe has found just the thing for you. Uh, hi, Zoe. I'm Andy Pickin, and I'm one of the co-founders of Dine High. Dine High. Now, this is an experience that we need to talk about. Tell us about Dine High. Okay, well, Dine High is um, pretty much a restaurant platform that we've manufactured that um, is lifted into the air 100 foot um, by a crane. Um, it can, yeah, it sounds pretty bizarre right. and turns a lot of heads, but you need to accept it, embrace it and come on it. Okay. So, so how long has this been going for? 
Um, well, we were obviously hit by the dreaded COVID. Yeah. Uh, so it was three, two, two and a bit years ago that we did one in Southampton. Yeah. And we had all the master chefs um, from the from the TV program. We went to London. We pitched it. We sourced them, and it was it was amazing. It was a great success. Um, all of the celebrity chef um, clothes were signed off. Um, which was full up, it, and we had live music on the floor. Oh my gosh. It was it was very you know fire breathers. We had um, acrobats. We went gung ho on it, right? Uh, and it was amazing. It was an amazing event, and um, yeah, we really enjoyed it. I remember that. Was it Guildhall Square? It was Guildhall Square. Yeah. Right. So this is crazy. So you were so hang on. Right. Talk, talk me through. You turn up. Okay. You're ready for dinner. Yes, this well, this is this is the this is the fine dining model. So for the for this year, we've stripped it back to be a little bit more rustic. Okay. We're taking everyone out into the countryside, um, and it's more about the experience. So it's still going to be a classy affair. Yeah. But it's not the fine dining experience that we did in Southampton, basically. Okay, so I arrive uh, to go to Dine High this year. What happens? You arrive yes. at the venue, and what do you yes. see? We'll greet you there. And then you'll be uh, you'll be into the venue where we've got a bar and a barbecue going. You will you will wait for your safety instructions. So it'll be all very chilled, hay bales okay. everywhere. You know, very rustic. It's going to be really cool up there. And then uh, you'll get a safety uh, breakdown of what's going to happen and what we expect of you. And then you'll be getting into your service. Okay, so so when you sit down ready for this, like you sit at a table, I notice that you're sort of strapped in like you're going on a roller coaster. Yes, we've got very comfortable bucket seats and there's um, three-point safety harnesses. So even for people that were um, afraid of heights, when they came back down, they had faced their fears and they loved it. You're strapped okay. in, you're so safe, so secure. Um, basically, if I just, the, the layout of the the vessel as we call it it seats 20 people um you've got four seats opposite each other they're called the chef's seats yeah chef's table seats basically so that was where the chef was preparing all yeah. the food in front of them you know plating up we you know we'll be preparing our cocktails and canapes and everything so they're yeah. you know they're the prime seats but be aware there's no back on them so when you look down oh. you're looking down 100 foot uh, so they're not for the faint-hearted, them ones. No. <laughs> but then at the at either end of the vessel, you've got three uh, sets of um, couple seats, and they're all enclosed, and they feel a lot more safe and secure if you've got any any uh, problem with height. If you're an adrenaline junkie, you've got to get on the chef seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> they're the ones. They're the ones. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And... And what have you got going on then? So you mentioned cocktails and canapes. There's so a high tea as well, isn't there? That's it. Yeah, a very high tea actually. <laughs> um, there's uh, so that's so we've pretty much tried to take. So we've we've got these different services. We're just trying to appeal to everyone. So yeah. the 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 high tea is a take on a British silver service um, slash picnic kind of event. You know, yeah. it's going to be lovely sandwiches, um, quiche scones, you're going to have clotted cream, strawberries, all from local growers, so they're going to be they're going to be amazing, and a lovely glass of Prosecco on, on your descent, so everything that you would expect and want from a cream tea yeah. for that service. Um, if the kids want to come along, we're, you know, we're catering for everyone, there'd be, there'd be juices, it's not, all, it's not about the alcohol. Okay. Then the next, uh, the next service is um, Pie in the Sky, and this is where the Dancing Man Brewery, 
Yeah. Um, he, where he creates his own ales, he will be given a presentation on the uh, taste and the aromas that you're experiencing and matching each um, glass of beer will be a lovely pie. Yeah. So that one's quite quirky. Yeah, I like and then it. we've got cocktails and canapes. Uh, yeah. Speak for itself. Loads. Of, we have a list of cocktails and a load of lovely canapes. Um, and you'll be up in the sky tasting them. Then there's the Prosecco Sunset. We've checked out the sun when the sun's going down, and you, you'll be up there for the uh, sunset. That one's going to be beautiful, and that's when you share a lovely bottle of Prosecco and canapes. And the final service is Stargazers. And that's where you go up and there all the lights will be shut down and you will just be up in the pitch black. Oh. Maybe some candles, maybe a hot toddy, anything you want from the bar. And yeah, well, wow, there you go. What, there's a host of I experiences mean, there. It sounds amazing, but I, I can't stop myself making that oh noise because I, I, I'm so <laughs> petrified of heights. I can't even look at the picture of this. Oh no, you need to come along. You need to come along and I we're going to cure you. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I go up a ladder this, and my legs start shaking. No, no, this is terrible advertising. You need to say, yes, I'm going to go through gritted teeth and then just not come. It sounds amazing. If I could just come and have the high tea on the floor, I'd be happy. And not so high tea, yeah. <laughs> Um, what what happens if you're up in the sky and you're missing an ingredient? Oh, that well, to be honest, it, we can drop the the whole thing can be um, brought back down to the floor in like okay. a minute or so. But there'll be no, it, 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 you know, where the model was stripped back this time. Yeah. You know, before the chefs had their work cut because they had to have everything up there. Right. But they did a they did a grand job. It was it was amazing. You know, but this time we've just we've half the ticket price. You know, we've just tried to make it a bit more affordable for everyone, yes. and just get everyone back out there. And you know, it's where it, you're going to be you're going to be elevated with pan, panoramic um, views of the rolling countryside. You're going to see Isle of Wight all the way up to yeah. So it, it's just an experience in itself. You know, the the what we what we do for it, we'll just we'll just elevate it and make it something special. But yeah. the, the the view will speak for itself. We're gonna in the afternoon. We we'll have live music, loads of eclectic um, live musicians playing downstairs. We we'll have a barbecue yeah. going all day, smoking some brisket. We we know how to put a party on, so we just want people to fill up their seats, and then all we have to concentrate on making it amazing for everyone. And do you know what? It does. It sounds amazing. Like I say, um, and friends of mine, they're like, what are you on about, Zoe? Just get up there. Go do it. Like, all my mates are totally up for it. Like, they're so on it. Come on, you can have yours for free then. Oh, but you've no, got to go I up on it. I can't. Come I can't. along and you bring, bring all your friends. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> we could do the old 18 thing where I could just give you a glass of milk and then when you wake up, You'll be up there, and then you can't do anything about it. Ain't getting on no plane, fool. I ain't getting on no dying high vessel. So just to be clear, would you be up for it? Do you know what I am up for? Go on. And I think I'm going to do this. Um, what they said was, rather than going up 100 foot on a table on a crane, 
Um, I'm just going to stay on the floor where they're doing a barbecue and they've got music and all the rest of it and they've got live band on and nice. all of that stuff. That's what I'm going to do. I, I've very much become that person at Paulton's Park that stands holds with the, the bags. <laughs> right. Holds the coats, um, holds on to the packed lunch and just goes, it's all right, I'll just watch. <laughs> I know they did it a few years ago outside the Guildhall. Yeah. I can remember walking past it and I wasn't aware that it was going on. All right, I, I wasn't even aware it was a concept. Right. I just walked past and went, what the... And yeah. the reason I wouldn't do it is because I drop things. <laughs> and I would just be so paranoid. I was at a wedding on Friday and I was the first to drop my phone on the floor, drop the knife on the floor, knock a glass <laughs> off the table. It wasn't the kids, it was me. And I just, wor- I think it's an accident waiting to happen. So so just for their sake, I think I'll give it a miss. I think you'd be fine with this. It's in Twyford, it's in a field. You'd be absolutely fine. It's all about Southampton. The So So Show. So let's find out what's going on with Visit Southampton supporting independent traders. So Let's Rock is on Southampton Common on Saturday and Mm. Adam Ant, Tony Hadley, Belinda Carlisle and Billy Ocean all due to appear on the Common. Pat Sharp is one of the the hosts. I think he does a little DJ set in the VIP area as well. Of course. Afterwards, he's doing the official after party in engine rooms in town and you get a discount if you've got your wristband on and if you haven't seen pat sharp doing his dj set it's great and if you turn up dressed as the funhouse twins he does play the funhouse theme tune <laughs> i love that that sounds so brilliant so that's engine rooms for the after party yes, right yeah i might just go along to that okay here's a bit of a different one for you uh totten santa run Yes, they've released the details. December the 11th. Right, I thought you were going to say it was this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) No, December the 11th. Get it in your diaries. Look, it's something to aim for. When I do a run, when I'm training for anything, I've always got to have a goal, right? Yeah, I love a Santa run because also you get to keep the suit. Yes, perfect. (laughs) Um, Hairs of Hampshire trails. These are going on in Southampton and Winchester. The hairs look absolutely fantastic. My favourite so far is the mirrored one outside um, west key outside west yeah. key yeah. and the doctor who one i haven't seen the doctor who where's that i think it's bargate right um and it's been signed by all of the doctors and you can see it all and yeah it I, is pretty perfect um but they're going on now until the 25th of july so pick up a map from somewhere or go onto the hairs of hampshire website and you can find the trail and you can follow them all around those two cities and then this is a biggie i reckon this is going to be amazing the original lineup of the sugar babes are coming to Southampton, Saturday, 29th of October. I saw they were coming. I didn't realise it was the original lineup. It's the original, original lineup. Because they've been the the Trigger's broom of the pop world, haven't they? (laughs) (laughs) They've just changed so many times over the years. There was a legal battle, I think, going on to get the name back. So they must have got it back and now they're heading out on tour. So, So what they could do is they could go out as different bands, just put like an R in it. So... It says actual sugar rather than S-U-G-A. But if this is the actual lineup, yeah. then that's fantastic. Yes. That's going to be a proper nostalgia trip. Siobhan, Mathieu and... The one that went out with Dave Berry. <laughs> no, she wasn't an original. Wasn't Heidi was not an original. There's so many. Mathieu, Siobhan. Keisha. Yes. Is it? 
Keisha. We'd be useless in the pop quiz. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Keisha, Mathieu and Siobhan. Siobhan left like one year in, like nobody even knew who Siobhan was. Have you got pictures on your phone of you and the sugar babes? You must have. Yes, 20,000 of them, all of them. <laughs> it's all about Southampton, the So So Show. So that's it for another episode of the So So Show. Make sure you keep up with our socials because, you know, we were talking about Dine High. Yes. You could win one of those experiences. Uh, keep suggestions of where to go and what to do and... Who to get on to the So So Show? Keep all of those coming in our DMs. Enjoy the football, won't you? And have a good week, Zoe. And you, Martin. And thank you for listening. You've been listening to Zoe Hanson and Simon Clark on Southampton's podcast, The So So Show.